Well, hello, this is Emily back again, and today is the 12th day of January 2020. I want to present some teachings and give some commentary as I present them today. Um, the subjects I will be talking about is basic Hindu principles. This information comes from the book by Houston Smith, who was one of the original uh, researchers and book writers and publishers getting this information out around the world. Um, the World's Religion is the name of his book, The World's Religions, published in 1958, I think is what it is. Anyway, the reason I, I want to bring this to your attention is, well, you know, I'm going through sorting, I'm going through my papers and sorting and, and throwing out and giving away and all of that sort of thing now in preparation for my impending death and transition into whatever comes next. And if you've been listening to me over the last um, 12 years that I've been broadcasting, either on radio or television or, uh, uh, well, before that in the Seattle area, um, you'll know that um, one of my basic premises is that um, the reason that we suffer so much is because uh, because we have been programmed with erroneous memes for the last 2,000 or so years, and that's primarily through the um, fear, hatred, poverty, shame, aggressive principles of the Judeo-Christian and Muslim traditions, the JCM, Jewish, Sikh, Christian, and Muslim traditions. And they uh, are branched off from, or considered to be branched off from um, the from the essential Hindu traditions of ancient India. And that's why they're called the Abrahamic religions, a away from Brahma. So these are basic Hindu principles as reported by Houston Smith, and I will comment on them. And the idea being here is that if we were not programmed with all of the erroneous memes we've been programmed with for the past 2,000 plus or minus years, and we're programmed with um, something close to the truth of our being, which in my opinion and my life research is um, reflected in Buddhism. The Buddhism says our basic nature is essentially goodness. It's light and love. Those are the four four qualities of loving kindness, wisdom, equanimity, and the joy of being. That's our basic nature. Now that came out of uh, the basic Hindu principles. Buddha, the Buddha of our time, historical Buddha of our time, Shakyamuni was not a Buddhist. He was a Hindu, just like Jesus the man was not a Christian. He was a Jew. So um, anyway, let's get on to this basic Hindu principles by Houston Smith, and I'll, I'll make comments as we go along. There's 12 of them, and uh, here's number one. You can have what you want. This is a basic Hindu principle. You can have whatever you want, and that is the first path, the path of desire or pleasure. And we are not to turn from desire until it turns away from us. And I want to make a comment about that as I used to be a smoker. I was born into a smoking family, hated it, just hated it. And as a, as a youngster, I just knew I was never going to be a smoker. So I was first person in my family to go to college. And that was in the early 60s when um, 
the uh, tobacco industry had succeeded in addicting uh, the majority of people in planet Earth. So I started smoking and kept it up for 43 years. I'm now in my 16th year of smobriety. But anyway, when I was uh, in, in seminary and involved in holistic health, there I was going to seminary and I was involved in holistic nursing with a cigarette in my hand, you know, I mean, how idiotic was that? And uh, I did talk to a um, Buddhist master at that time to get some help, and his response was, oh, don't don't worry about it. Don't leave it until it leaves you, he said. And eventually, you know, a few years later, it did leave me, and it has not come back. So anyway, that's the first one. You can have whatever you want. The first path is the path of desire, the path of pleasure. Second is the path of success. We cannot go forward into life until we are honest about where we are now, and this is the principle of insatiability. Insatiability is we will not be satisfied no matter what. And that is part of being a human being, as, di as discussed by uh, Shakyamuni in the basic concepts of, of Buddhism, the four basic teachings, is that um, human life is suffering. And suffering is, consists of birth, sickness, aging, and death. And if you don't want to get sick, get old, or die, then don't take a human birth. Well, that's rather shocking to those of us who have never heard this before, and assuming that we don't have any choice in whether we take birth or not. Well, the truth of the matter is we do. We do. And this, this human experience is just one of an infinite number of experiences that's available for us our Buddha nature, or what they call the stream of consciousness. We cannot go forward until in life until we are honest about where we are now. So that takes some pondering, that takes some meditation, some studying to figure out where am I now? Where? What do you mean this path? What are you talking about? So it takes some studying to learn about these things so that we can apply these teachings in an effective manner. Principle number three, the path of renunciation, and that's duty, what the Hindus call duty. And there is joy in releasing and not in possessing, and there is something bigger than me to give myself to. That there is a duty for us to perform. There's something that we have to do, that we're here for some reason, and it's up to us to find out what that is specifically for us individually. And Number four, the path of liberation. Here's that famous, this famous question. Is this all there is? How many of us in our human life have just been so disgusted with, it, with human life and we sit back and we say, is this all there is? You know, all of this, this um, animosity and betrayal and, and this cunning behavior and deceit and all of these kinds of human sorts of experiences that we experience either being done unto us or that we're doing unto other people. Is this all there is to human life? Well, the answer is no. This is not all that there is. There's a great deal more that's available to us. And with this one, the path of liberation then, is that we open to other possibilities. We liberate ourselves from finiteness, from this one life is all that there is, kind of do it now, and, and there's no consequences. And there's un un unending supplies and so forth. Uh, no, there's there's more to that. We can. The goal is union with Source, 
whatever you consider that to be, and that's to let your light shine. Well, first of all, you got to find out what your light is. So that's the path of liberation. Then number five is the four paths to God. Uh, the first one is the yoga of knowledge. That's jhana. They're spelled J-N-A-N-A, J-N-A-N-A, jhana. And the root of misery is ignorance, as the, as the Buddha taught us. The root of our, of our misery is ignorance, and not because we're stupid people. We're not stupid people. It's because we don't know any different or any better because we've been programmed with erroneous means for centuries. So once we realize that and we start learning the yoga of knowledge, then we can know by experience. And when we learn the truth about ourselves as human beings, then we know that by our own experience, there's no question about it and there's no going back. There's only going forward. So the life students, according to the Hindu traditions, are one, there's a student, and that's um, when, we're, when we're babies and children and, and students um, up to and including college levels. Then um, we become an adult as a spouse and as a parent. And then the third one is we retire when once we're, we get our civic duties attended to and our children raised and all that. We can retire from all of that to contemplate the truth. And then the fourth stage is the living as a holy man, a holy union, or a holy man, holy woman, in union with uh, the truth of our being. For reality, the Hindus say, is monistic, M-O-N-I-S-T-I-C, monistic. So the next one, the next basic principle, four paths to God. Oh, and the God thing, the G-O-D thing, refers to... Um, as a supreme being or as a source, uh, uh, original source, which um, many of the, uh, well, Hindus, are, Hindu tradition is fabulous because it just includes everything. So some of them do include the, um, the superior being the ultimate source and some of the paths within Hindu are, are, uh, do not, such as Buddhism, for example, is not a dualistic um, practice. Dualistic is... Um, us versus them. And non-dualistic then is, is recognizing that um, we're all part of this same phenomenon of being. So where was I? The next one, the yoga of love or the paths to God. The yoga of love is the, uh, is the devotion. And that's to surrender self to the divine being, however you perceive that to be. There is power and ritual and myth. And this one, this particular one is the closest to Christianity because it does acknowledge that um, there's a something to be devoted to. There's grateful for the aid from the deity. There's worship in temple and far private life. There's passionate devotion to deity. And we retain our own identity, or it retains its own identity. Or according to this teaching, God has personality. Well, you could spend a lifetime or two or 20 or a few endless eons on that particular issue. And in fact, many of us already have done so in coming out in this particular lifetime with a different perspective on all of that. So number seven of the four paths of God is uh, are the, are the basic Hindu principles is the yoga of work, which is karma. And this is cause and effect equals consequences. So all acts to serve God. There's debts, 
karmic debts to God to pay off by sacrifice via ritual. To teachers and seers, to we do that by studying the Vedas. To the ancestors, to bring forth new life. And to the fellow human beings, hospitality and namaste, beholding the purity or the spirit uh, within the other. It's very similar to the old Judaism with rules and so forth. It's not union, it's detachment from self and others. And, and it requires a reflective mind to be able to reflect. Affective is love. Law is absolute. I mean, law is absolute. And as you're familiar with the Old Testament, <clears throat> you know that that is very true in their, in their tradition. So number eight of the basic Hindu principles, four paths to God, the royal way, is Raja Yoga, R-A-J-A, Raja Yoga. And that's experimental with psychophysical exercises and so forth. So it also includes these other words, the knowledge, study, um, love and devotion, which is a practice in karma, being aware of karma, not generating more negative karma, but generating more positive karma and doing what we, what we, what we do to pay off our negative karmic debts. The last four of these twelve is, uh, yeah, the four paths to God, or, sorry, the four Hindu concepts of human nature and destiny, and one of these is the soul enters the world called Jiva to achieve Brahman, B-R-A-H-M-I-N, Brahma, <clears throat> and we don't know or care why, we are just here and that's it, the soul is central and the body is the vessel. So the second of those four Hindu concepts of human nature and destiny, the soul is involved in reincarnation and begins at the subhuman level and moves up. Rita, R-I-T-A, the Rita principle of growth uh, prevails until at a human level and then have choice and personal responsibility. Rita is still guiding, but at the human level we begin to have choice and personal responsibility. And that means that we can evolve through all the layers of beingness, inanimate to animate to single cell, uh, uh, vegetative life, a single cell animal life, and so forth, up through the various concepts and levels of complexity till we get to the human. On our way to achieve Brahman, Brahman is the ultimate. Number 11, the four Hindu concepts of human nature and destiny of the 12 basic Hindu practices is karma, and that's the cause and effect, and that law is absolute. For every cause, there is an effect, and for every effect, contains the cause for whatever is to come next. Karma. Remember also, there's positive karma. It's not just all negative stuff. There's positive karma. And that as we become educated or edified about all of these things, we start to lose some of our ignorance and start to gain a bit of wisdom and insight, um, then we can start generating more positive karma. And then the twelfth concept of basic Hindu principles, the four Hindu concepts of human nature and destiny is four is union, and that's to lose personal identity and know yourself as God. Is formless, timeless, nameless, and is a no thing. Neti, neti, N-E-T-I, N-E-T-I is not this, not that.
So that's a very quick trip through, or 16 minutes, a quick trip through the basic Hindu principles, which took thousands of years to develop and um, is now finally spread to the West so that we can know these things too. And again, the, this information came out of Houston Smith's book, The World's Religions, and it has these kinds of summaries about all the major traditions of the world as well as the not so major traditions. That's it, and I'll be talking at you later. Thanks for listening. Bye.